Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to... Episode 224, Knowing Your Benefits. Hey Money Clan, a warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So Katie, today I'd love to dive into benefits. Like what kind of benefits? So talking about like from a work perspective. Because oh, okay. right now it's open enrollment. And, you know, like I think that knowing what you're paying for is really important. And, you know, like you can save a bit of money at it if you choose a plan that's right for you. Yeah, definitely. And making sure that you are properly medically covered, I think is such an important thing that people always think that they have a grasp on or they think, eh, I'll get to it later. Yeah, it's super easy to just overlook it. And like we said, anything when it comes to money, you know, like the sooner you get a hold on it, the better off you are. Yeah. Cool. Well, right before we dive into today's show, if you guys haven't already, we'd love to hear do you know what you're doing with your benefits? Hit us up. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So diving right in and chatting about benefits and, you know, what exactly stuff is. So let's talk about the big one. And that's really the health plans. Okay. So I'll talk about our employer. So my employer offers three different plans and it's the high deductible health savings plan, Mm -hmm. the normal like sort of entry level insurance for health. And then there's also the buyer plan, which is sort of like the, you know, the more expensive one that has a lower deductible. Okay. So when it comes to medical, there are a whole bunch of different plans available and really knowing and understanding the plans can have a massive impact on how much you pay each month and what's covered. Right. So like you said earlier, 
open enrollment just passed for us. And since we have been married, we decided to go on to your insurance plan because the benefits offered at your job are a little bit better than what my company offers me. So in the long run, switching over to yours was more cost effective and like the benefits were better. So that was one perk, you know, not that, you know, loving each other and everything isn't enough, but that was a perk of getting married. Um, (laughs) So we really went through, and I'd say, Den, this is the first time we really went through, probably because we just did join medical plans together. And we looked at all of our options and really weighed in each other. And we saw that changing our plan from like the middle of the road plan, the core plan that, you know, a lot of times I feel like people take that plan if they're not super sure what they're doing. It's a lot of like young professionals and I know I need to have insurance. I'm not super sure which insurance to get. Yeah. So I'm just going to get the sort of middle ground one that seems to fit everyone, but isn't necessarily the right plan that you should be on for where you are in your life. Right. And I think, you know, when you're starting out, just even getting your footing, I think that's perfectly fine. But you know, you and I were, you know, married, we're in our thirties. We're trying to really map stuff out now. Right. And we have been fortunate enough with the podcast and we've talked to a lot of people about the retirement plan. And one of the reasons I asked that question in the value link round to so many people is because I'm curious to know, like, what are other people who are really successful and they know what they're doing. What are you doing? Because sometimes I don't know. And when we first started the podcast, I really didn't know. So it was more of like a a nosy kind of question for me because I wanted to learn and I was curious. And we've talked to so many people who have talked about the HSA or the health savings account being a big part of their retirement plan. And after hearing about it over and over and over and over again, it became more credible in my brain. And then we started doing a lot of research about it. And now we have decided to change our medical plan from, you know, the basic, you know, entry one in uh, to the high deductible one so that we can start our HSA. Yeah, Kate. So just a couple of things, like generally when it comes to health insurance, there's a whole bunch of different terms which sort of get thrown around. You know, and these terms are stuff such as your copay, your coinsurance, your deductible, and your out of pocket maximums. Yeah, like what does all that mean? Kate, like it, there's a lot going on, but like just real quick. So your copayment is typically the amount that you pay to see someone. So it might be to see your primary care. Um, physician, you know, and depending on like, once again, what plan you're on, that amount may vary. So if you're on that sort of like medium plan, like I think ours is about $30 to actually go and see someone. Mm-hmm. Like a regular doctor, not right, a specialist. Yeah. So like if you need to go to see someone, like say you go to CVS and you see the walk-in clinic there, you're going to pay your 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And your health insurance provider will sort of cover the rest of that. So that's one thing. What you then have is coinsurance. Now, can you explain that to me? Because I don't think I've ever even heard of coinsurance, actually. Yeah. So coinsurance is more what you'd have if maybe your copay doesn't apply for a particular category. So maybe as an example, you have to reach your 
deductible first. And once you've made your deductible, your certain things then kick in, right? So your co-insurance is typically a percentage of the total medical bill that you will be liable for. So as an example, your insurance may say to you, all right, well, you'll be liable for 20% co-insurance once you've met your deductible. So I have a question for you, and I'm not sure if you're going to know the answer for this. Yeah. So a few times we have gone to the dentist, and I feel like this happens the most when we go to the dentist. And I know dental insurance is not the same as health insurance, so I might be completely off rum here. Yeah. But whenever we go to the dentist, she always says, oh, no, you're fine. Go ahead and go. And we're just like, wait, but but like, isn't there like something that we're supposed to pay? Right. And she always says, oh, no, no, I'll just charge it to your insurance. And then if you owe us anything, then we'll send you a bill in the mail. Right. Yeah. Is that coinsurance? Like an example of it? No. So coinsurance is like a, typically a percentage that you'd pay, but coinsurance could also be at 0%. Okay. Um, so in some cases, it may be a case of you pay to have your insurance and it's at 0% up to whatever level. But once again, like dental is a little bit different from health. So okay. it would be slightly different. Okay. Yeah. But... uh Long story short, it's basically just a percentage that you will pay. That's kind of like once you've hit your deductible. So typically your deductible will be the amount that you owe for healthcare until your insurance starts paying. Mm-hmm. So as an example, on our on our H uh well, on our high deductible deductible plan, we have to basically spend, I think it's two thousand dollars. It's a couple thousand dollars. So so basically we we cover the first, like let's say two thousand. We cover the first two thousand dollars before the regular insurance like kicks in. Okay. Right. So in other words, if you go to the doctor and it's four hundred dollars, you're liable for four hundred dollars. But the next time you go, say it's another four hundred dollars, you're now up to eight hundred dollars. So once you've hit your deductible it then kicks in. So the idea is that you might not even hit your deductible in a year. So say, for example, that two grand over a whole year, if you only go to the doctor one time and you spend $400, that's all you're going to pay. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to touch on that because they offer different health plans because something is going to work for everybody. What works for you won't always work for your best friend and won't work for the person who works down the hall from you. Right. It depends, like... Are you somebody who goes to the doctor often? Maybe you suffer from allergies or you need to go to the doctor regularly for something. Your plan is going to look different from a plan of somebody who maybe never goes to the doctor. Maybe they don't get sick very often. Or maybe I know a lot of people really just avoid going to the doctor at all costs unless they are like dying. So it really depends on your usage is, I think, what people need to keep in mind. Yeah, Kate, and I totally agree. And, you know, it has such a major impact on how much you end up paying. And, you know, we we kind of reviewed our usage in the last year Mm -hmm. and we barely even used our plans, you know. And that's really what made us want to change is that we looked at it and we were like, well, we're not really using it. And look, to be honest, health insurance is expensive, Mm -hmm. you know, and my employer was kind enough to sort of do a quick calculation. You know, if you were 
on the family plan under the health savings account versus the regular insurance. And it's like $4,000 a year. Right. And that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I think like what, what I really wanted to get to was, you know, when it comes to the high deductible plans, at one point, a lot of people were very skeptical of them, but they've come a lot more common and a lot of employers actually have started offering them. Mm-hmm. And right after the break, and say thanks to our sponsors, we can dive all into the HSA accounts and really just chat a little bit about that. Okay. So on that note, let's take a very quick break. Okay. So then in this new world that we're living in with COVID-19 and social distancing, it's really a fine line of having to struggle between staying safe and healthy, but then still maintaining your life. And one of my facets is having to get my regular routine mailing and things done like that. Yeah, Kate. And that's where stamps.com comes in for us. And, you know, they can help so many other businesses as well. You know, anything you need to do when you need to go into a post office, you can now do online with stamps.com. And in fact, you can actually save up to 40% of the shipping costs that you would pay at the post office at stamps.com. And the best part is it's all right from your computer. So it makes it super easy and convenient. So now you don't even have to worry about being affected by coronavirus or getting sick or, you know, touching any kind of surfaces that are unclean to you. Yeah, that's exactly it. And Kate, right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitments. Simply go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in chain of wealth, one word. That's stamps.com, enter chain of wealth. I think right now especially is the best time to be trying stuff that you can do from home. Absolutely. Stay safe, my friends. All right, Kate. So chatting about the HSA account. So the HSA account is a health savings account. Now, this type of savings account is basically like a bank account, right? Yeah. So let's pause for a minute and explain a little bit more of what an HSA is then in case somebody doesn't know. Well, yeah, it's effectively just a bank account, right? And what this bank account is, it's typically opened and it's sort of this tax-advantaged savings accounts that you can start putting money into. So for my employer, Kate and I pay our regular insurance, which is significantly cheaper now because we're under this... Now that we changed our plan. Now that we're on the higher deductible plan, it's significantly cheaper. But... The idea is that you use this HSA account to start saving up money in case you need to pay for stuff. Like something major, like a major operation that insurance won't cover all of it or heaven forbid one of us gets like terminally ill or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly it, Kate. And you know what the thing is, is that the health savings account is really, the idea is that you start putting money into it and you don't lose it, which is very important. Mm -hmm. And it moves with you. Exactly. So... The HSA account is different to an FSA account. Which, which is, is a flexible spending account. Correct. Now that's also 
good for medical expenses. However, here's the kicker. You can only roll over $500 from year to year. So if you don't spend, like say you contributed $1,000 to it in a given period, you will lose $500 if you didn't spend it. That's a bummer. And you can only really use that account if you're not on a high deductible plan. So effectively, if you're on a high deductible plan, you want to have an HSA, you can have an FSA as well. But if you have an FSA, you can't really use it for typical medical expenditure. It will typically go towards your vision or your dental. Or I also want to say like a prescription. Yeah, or, or prescription. Yes. Um, but now the HSA account is tax advantage. And now, Kate, here's why people really love this account is it's tax-free. So in other words, if I get paid $100 a year and I contribute $10, that $10 is totally tax-free. So that $10 goes straight into there. I'm only taxed on $90 of taxable income. Instead of 100 Instead of 100 And that's so huge when that you a, start yeah. talking about um, a year's worth of salary. Exactly, yeah. Like, let's take that example of $4,000, the difference between the two plans. If you were to take that $4,000 and rather put it into an HSA account, number one, like that's tax-free money, Another thing that's cool, it grows tax-free as well. And it can be used to like be invested in like you basically grow it and it never runs out as such. So from year to year, it rolls over 100% and it's a bank account in your name. So even if you change employers or you lose your mm -hmm. health insurance or something, it's still yours. You own that money. So what a lot of people have started doing is saving up a significant amount of money in their HSA accounts because it's tax advantage. So when these medical expenses come up in later life- Which they will. They have this nice cushion that they can start drawing off. Yeah, I think it's not a case of if something happens to me or a immediate family member, it's more of a case of when. And then the other thing that I really liked about this was it's not just like, oh, I have, you know, the flu and I need to go to the doctor. Right. Or- oh, you know, I'm really, really sick and I need to spend time in the hospital. I like to think of it as if you need to go to a doctor for anything, if you're going to anybody called a doctor, that's, yeah. you know, right. a health doctor, a dentist, a eye doctor, a orthodontist, a mental health I think everybody yep. can, can agree like that is a huge new thing and lots of people, you know, are really focusing on mental health. And you can also use it towards that as well because yeah. your mental health is as important as like your heart health and your blood health and everything like that. So you can use it varying across a whole bunch of things. Yeah. So another thing, Kate, is depending on your employer, they could also contribute to your HSA as well. So we're fortunate in that my employer contributes $1,200 a year for us. Man, your um, job is so good. <laughs> which is a nice look. It's a nice benefit to have, but we are still paying mm -hmm. for you to be on that plan. If it was just me that was on this high deductible plan, I wouldn't actually be paying anything for my insurance, which is really an interesting concept that they can kind of offer free health insurance. You're um, welcome. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told so, you you wouldn't get it for, for free. <laughs> no, definitely not for two people. But uh, yeah, so, so one thing I want to just call out is even though like, say for example, I could have had it for free, 
that doesn't mean you shouldn't be contributing to your HSA accounts. So the way I like to think of it is you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't really paying for your health insurance, you are probably gambling a little bit and you're probably, you could be paying out of pocket um, if something does go wrong. That is so scary to me. It totally is. The benefit of an HSA account is you're able to like cushion money away that you can use for future expenses. And so the way that we rationalized it was, yes, we're changing plans, but instead of going cheaper and like just saying, okay, well, we're now saving four grand a year, we're taking that money and we're putting it into our HSA. So we're mm-hmm. effectively spending the same amount of money that we would have. However, now we're in a position Better where return. we have this account that we're starting to save money into instead of just paying money to the insurance company. Right. So, So, and the great thing about this, and we touched on our new budgeting tool, Tiller, a couple of episodes ago, and this is, you know, straight from our heart, like we're not getting endorsed or anything for talking about Tiller, is that we are able to link the HSA account straight into our Tiller so then we can keep track of all the money that we're, you know, also saving up into that account as well. So it's really made it so streamlined. It's incredible. Yeah, definitely. And you know, Kays, at the end of the day, you want to have control of your money. And when it comes to health, you need to be choosing the plan that's right for you. And I know open enrollment typically only happens like once a year or if there's a major life event or, you know, if you maybe start a new job or something. But you really want to know your benefits when you do sign up and try and understand it. And I know it's something that's very easy to sort of Glaze over. push into the background. And Kate, to be honest, I've been so guilty of this. Me too. I'm like, oh, I got benefits. Great. What plan do most people go for? Great. I'm just going to pick that. Yeah. Without really doing the research and, you know, having been in the personal finance space, HSAs seem to be all the rage right now. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a good reason for it in that if you don't heavily rely on medical from year to year, it's a great way to save up a lot of money that can be helpful to in future years. Right. And look, you can always change plans later and you will still have that money available to you that you did save up. Right. So it's kind of like stashing money away and we know how we like to stash money away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's basically all we have time for for this episode unless you want to close on anything? No, I think we've touched on all the big things. Fantastic. Well, we'll catch you guys next time on another episode of Chain Chain of of Wealth. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.